Welcome to Unsubscribe. I'm your host, Avani Jane. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to intentionally opt out of anything that's robbing you of your energy, freedom, joy, and peace of mind. It's time to let it all go, finally, so that you can clear your mental inboxes and make space to subscribe to a life that truly lights your soul. If you're ready, hop in. We are embarking on the transformation of a lifetime. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Unsubscribe. Hope you're doing well and I'm so excited to be here with you, chatting with you on another episode of the podcast. This one is juicy. This one is going to get you fired up and I'm so excited for it because it's all about the magic in taking messy action. I love the concept of messy action. It's something that I have resonated with and followed from the beginning of my business when I launched my first podcast. And it's something that has truly changed the way I approach new beginnings, new launches, new projects, new ideas. And it has helped me get over the fear, the inertia of doing a new thing. And that's why I do the thing that I say I'm going to do which is something I think many of us struggle with. We want to accomplish big goals. We want to dive into a new project, change a job, start a business, but we feel like we're not cut out for it. We feel like we're not going to be able to do it. And how will we get everything to look perfect and be in the right conditions to do it like she did it or like he did it or like they did it? It's something that many of us just struggle with so much and that chatter just keeps us stuck for a long, long time. So today I want to tell you two stories about how messy action helped me level up and helped me dive into new things that were terrifying for me that I don't know if I would have been able to do if I hadn't allowed it to be messy, to look imperfect. The first time I this was when I left my amazing, amazing nine to five design job at a really cool tech company in Austin. Honestly, it was the best job I could have gotten. It was an up and coming tech company. I had a UX position. I was the first designer on the team. I learned so much at this incredible job. And then I felt like I wasn't learning anymore. I felt like I wasn't growing anymore. It felt really stagnant. And I was like, what can I do to change how I feel? I don't love this anymore. And then one of the things I remember disliking so strongly was having to go to an office every single day and sit at a desk. I felt like I was in a jail and I craved that freedom and I didn't know how I was going to get it. But something in me said I needed things to change. So nights and weekends was when I moonlit to begin what would eventually be my agency. And I started just freelancing. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to make this thing work. I didn't even think that I could make money that easily. I just had no idea. And I was like, okay, if I can just get 5K per month into the business, into whatever I'm creating here, that will be enough for me to survive. 5K a month, then you have taxes and I'll be able to take care of the basic needs. I'll be able to put food on the table and not feel like this thing is an absolute failure. So that was my initial goal. 
I didn't know how it was going to happen. I really didn't. But when I started my business, I remember not knowing anything and kind of doing some research and just doing it anyway because every step that I was taking, it was messy, it was imperfect, but I was gaining momentum. I put together a logo in literally 20 minutes. I had that 20-minute logo until 2021 when we changed the name from Avani Mariala Strategy and Design to Matcha Design Labs. So for four years, I had this 20-minute logo that I put together in Illustrator. I'm not the best graphic designer in the world. I just threw it together. I picked some colors and I was like, ah, whatever. This was used for my blog before. Let's just slap it on here and move on with our lives because I knew that that wasn't going to be what made my business successful at the time. Not a pretty logo, not a beautifully put together website either. Like I needed a solid website that looked good, but I just took my design portfolio, changed the logo on top, and that was now my freelance practice website. I didn't change anything to make it extra special or put a beautiful splash page on there or anything. I had a Squarespace website I paid $12 a month for. I had a 20-minute logo. I spent some money to set up an S-Corp. I knew that I needed to have that container if I wanted this to be big one day. And so I did a little bit of research on taxes in the state of Texas, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do an S-Corp. Then I started selling. That's all I had in place. And as I started selling, I was realizing I didn't have a proposal format. I didn't have a contract. I didn't even know how to get the signature. Um, When I had that first project come in, I was like scrambling to figure out what my rate should be. I didn't have any of it figured out. But as I started talking to people and finding potential projects to work on, it forced me to figure the rest of it out. And I started getting really good at that. So I took action. I didn't have it all figured out. I didn't have it all perfectly in place. I didn't have like the perfect temperature, the perfect weather, the perfect desk setup, my desk setup. (laughs) I laugh because now I have the coolest office. I love my office. It's perfectly curated for me. It looks beautiful. It makes me feel so inspired. My first desk was in the corner of my apartment bedroom. I had a roommate. I had a small bedroom and it was just a little desk. It was a great desk and I didn't have a monitor. I just had a little stand for my laptop. It was fully imperfect and I loved it. (laughs) I remember loving it at the time. I was like, okay, I'm doing this. This is where this is born. This is where the business is going to be made. And so step by step, imperfect step by imperfect step, I kept going, kept moving forward. I started seeing some success and that messy action started to bring clarity. That messy action started to bring answers. That messy action forced me to actually move my body, move my butt. Physically, I guess not so much, but metaphorically, I had to get a move on to figure out how to make it all work. And eventually I started bringing on contractors. I'm like, okay, wait, I can't do this all by myself. Let me take messy action again and bring on a contractor. I remember my first contractor, she was traveling in Europe and she just fell off the face of the earth one day when I needed to deliver something for a client. I had a meeting that day and the worst fear I had was they would fall off the face of the earth, not do the project and I wouldn't hear from them, which is exactly what happened. All those things happened. And I remember having to hustle to finish the deliverable. I presented it to the client and it was fine. And of course I had to have like a real conversation with her like, okay, this is not okay. This is not going to work. But it was, and it was messy. It was super messy, but I did it anyway. And I kept doing it. I could have given up on having a team, but I'm so glad I didn't. And that was another messy experience. These messy experiences built 
like block by block by block <laughs> built my business, built my agency. And I remember so many times where I felt like it was a delicate mess, a house of cards that was going to fall down. But in reality, it wasn't. Every messy step that I took brought more clarity, brought more stability to what I was doing. Because every time I had a new experience, I was pulling out what was working. And I was incorporating that. I was solidifying that and having that become a new solid foundation for what was next in my next phase of business. And that is exactly how I took messy action to grow Matcha Design Labs. Very, very messy. Trust me, it's been mostly messy. <laughs> Still to this day, it feels messy. I'm like, okay, how am I going to bring in this new project and make sure we have the right capacity for it? And it feels messy. It feels sticky at times, especially when we level up and we have a brand new project that is a big bet for us, a big name client. And I'm like, okay, this has to be delivered by this type of person with this type of skill set. It has to be good. And so again, messy action is just how we push ourselves. It's how we push the envelope. It's how we evolve into that next person we are meant to be. Messy action forces us to live at our edge. It forces us to be outside of our comfort zone and use our capacity, what's already within us, to figure it out. And that is what allows us to evolve. That is what allows us to become who we're meant to be, which is so cool. I want to also tell you the second story of messy action because one's a little bit more fresh for me. <laughs> and it is all about starting Unsubscribe, this podcast that you're listening to right now. And there is so much that is messy about this. It might not feel like that to you, which is the crazy part. It feels messy to me in so many ways, and I don't think anyone else has noticed. And if you have, I'm imperfect, and let this be an example for you. <laughs> I am messy. I'm imperfect, and I hope that inspires you to go start a podcast, go get that job, change that career, whatever it is that you're trying to do. I launched the podcast. I don't have all the video edited. I wanted to launch with a YouTube channel and YouTube Google podcast. I don't know what it's called now. I think it's called YouTube podcasts. Don't have any of that set up. We're on episode seven, eight, nine. I think this is episode nine and none of that set up yet at the time of recording. I'm really hopeful that the RSS connects and we can figure that all out, but I didn't have all my channels set up. I really want to be posting my short form content on YouTube shorts and TikTok as well. I haven't even updated and optimized my TikTok profile in years since like 2020 when all I was doing was TikTok dances. And then I think I posted a lot about a large scale painting that I did, which is kind of fun to look at. If you want to find me on TikTok, I'm still at my old handle, Avani Mariella. I'll be updating it to Avani M. Jane. But if you're on TikTok, you want to have a good time with the new reels I'm going to be posting soon, come join me there. I haven't done any of that though, so who knows? It might not even be live by the time you're subscribed to TikTok. Following me on TikTok? Wow. You get the gist. So I haven't been on the platforms. It's not all updated. I changed my name officially uh, years and years ago, but I changed my name online as I launched this podcast earlier this year. I haven't updated all my social media profiles. It's all kind of a mess. Everything's all over the place. And that's okay because the thing that actually matters is that I show up for you here, is that I record good content for you here, that I think about and formulate what I'm going to be talking about next because that is what 
I know is placed inside me because somebody needs to hear it. Somebody needs to listen to this episode, this little tidbit of information, because that's what's keeping them from their next breakthrough, from their next evolution. And that's more important than being on all the platforms and having everything updated perfectly and beautifully and blah, blah, blah. This is what matters. And I'm focusing more and more of what matters right now and allowing it all the rest of it to be super messy. Let it be messy. Let it be imperfect. Let it be whatever. Because (laughs) who cares? I really trust timing. I really trust things working perfectly at the perfect time. The other thing that's been really messy for the podcast is how I have been working with tons of different agencies, actually. Um, And I love all these agencies. I would recommend all three of them that I'm about to share with you. Actually, I will not share the third one yet until I've worked with them for a while, but they're excited about them. We just kicked off this week. So I worked with Soulfire Productions to launch the podcast. They helped me produce the launch of the show, the trailer, and the first two episodes of the podcast. Love that team, Kelly and Bryn. Bryn and Kelly, amazing, amazing. They brought strategy and helped me infuse so much life into the podcast, so much fire into the podcast. That's why it's in their name, Soulfire. Loved them for the launch, and they helped me get the most potent version of the podcast out. So grateful for them. I worked with them for the launch because I knew they would be so crucial for that. And then I started working with my now creative and audio editing agency, Align and Ambitious Creative Studio. Love Taylor and Justin. They have helped me really hone in on the brand and how that is going to look and feel. And they're getting me to a place where we have a rhythm in place for editing, for video, for reels. I'm just so grateful and excited to be working with them as we continue to roll out episodes for the podcast. I've also brought on a new agency for content creation, so they'll be doing reels. And and you can see, I love all these teams that I'm working with, obsessed with them. Um, Taylor Slango, you should follow her on Instagram because she does the coolest things. I love her brand. I love her vibe why I wanted to work with her. It feels messy because one could look at this and be like, oh, you're working with three different agencies. That's a lot. That's like kind of messy action. And I I worked with the launch agency and then we brought on another agency and we brought on another agency. So to me, it feels like, okay, a lot's happening here. It feels really messy. I need to figure out who's doing what and make sure everyone's in their lanes and not stepping on each other's toes. But I knew that I wouldn't have the full picture right away. I knew that the right people would reveal themselves to me as I started to take action, to take messy action. And as you take messy action, that clarity appears. You start to notice things. You start to notice, oh, this person does this really well. Oh, now they're offering a service. Oh, I want to talk to them. Oh, this person has helped grow a bunch of different social media accounts. That's interesting. Let me talk to that person. So there's a lot of dots that you're able to start connecting when you take messy action. Um, I now I'm working with a content agency. We're going to be putting out reels. I'm so excited for this. We're going to be putting out one reel a day for a while. So you're going to see a lot of me and I hope you like and comment on my reels. I'm so excited to hang out with you over there on Instagram reels. And like I said, I just so grateful that messy action has brought me to these incredible agencies, these teams that are able to come in and help me with their expert advice and opinion. This is off on a tangent a little bit, but I also could have not hired any of these people and done it all on my own, like I did on my last podcast, my first podcast. I could have 
chosen to not have launch strategy agency, not have an editing and brand agency, not have a content agency, and also add like 20 to 30 hours of work on my plate per week. But I wanted to extend my time. And that's probably a podcast episode for another day. But to me, being able to get that time back and have freedom back in my life was kind of a non-negotiable. And that's why I started bringing these teams on. So from the outside looking in, one could say, you don't know what you're doing. You keep like adding more people on like, okay, how is this all working out? What's the bottom line? What are you doing? It looks messy. It does look messy. But Every single step I'm taking, I'm figuring out more and more on exactly what I'm trying to do here and what it's going to bring in the world, what it's going to create. That clarity, that why has helped propel me forward and make good decisions for good people that I want to work with, which I'm so grateful for. That's another story about messy action. It's not about being perfect. It's about knowing, like I said earlier, being deeply, deeply connected with your why. It's about allowing your why to be the reason you get out of bed every day. It is about allowing that to fuel you, to light you up, to bring energy to your days. And that energy is infectious. It causes waves in the world. When you are in your truth, you are in your aligned purpose and in that energy, and you are going after your aligned goals and you are in your why. That is the tide that raises all ships. That is what inspires others to do the same, to take messy action before they're ready, not wait till it's perfect. I see you. If you've been wanting to launch your blog, post on your TikTok, start your agency, switch careers, ask that person out on a date, I don't know, whatever it is you're trying to do. If that is you and you've been feeling stuck, you're waiting for the perfect humidity, the perfect sunny day, the perfect time of the month, the perfect season or energy levels, making sure everyone's tucked in and cozy and everyone's in their own special place and good vibes before you take action. If you're waiting for the perfect conditions, stop. Just stop. This is something that is going to keep you waiting forever. This is what's going to cause you to be on your deathbed one day and be like, oh, wait, I could have done that thing. I could have been big. I could have played big, but I decided not to. I decided not to take messy action because I was too scared. Don't be that person. Let's opt out of that. Let's opt out of needing it to be perfect. Let's opt out of needing it to be absolutely the right time because there is no right time and you're never going to be ready. Let me tell you, you're never going to be ready. I wasn't ready to start this podcast. I wasn't ready to start a business. I mean, I was in a sense, but like, oh my God, it terrified me. I was like, uh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Are you sure? What if I, what if I end up on the streets? I literally had these trains of thoughts when I left my job. It's just not the vibe. It's not the vibe if you're trying to do things in the world. So I will leave you with one last story. This is something my incredible husband shared with me when I was making my first big leap from corporate into being an entrepreneur. Because I, like I said earlier, I was afraid of literally not being able to pay the rent and being out on the streets. It's a little ridiculous when you say the worst case scenario out loud, but it's important to say out loud. And Tushar told me this. He gave me this advice and it stayed with me forever. It's the reason I am able to make big leaps. He said, a bird does not 
sit on a branch and rely on the strength of the branch, the integrity of the branch to keep it up. The bird relies on the strength and ability to fly in case the branch breaks. It doesn't rely on the branch. It relies on what it has within itself already, the ability to soar. And so today and every day after, you get to choose to subscribe, to be that bird, to trust in what is within you, trust in your capacity, trust in your ability to soar because I believe in you and all you need to do is believe in yourself. It's time to take messy action. It's time to make magic happen in your life. I'm cheering you on all the time. Clapping here. I'm the biggest cheerleader on your cheer squad because I believe in you. You're here listening. You want to be better. You want to grow. And I know you have what it takes because otherwise that dream, that goal, that idea would not have been planted in you in the first place. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Unsubscribe. I will see you in the next one. Take care. 